3: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. As with many um, mental health-based conversation, we're going to begin with a simple question which is often not accurately answered, Mm. and that's how are you?
1: Um, I'm coping. I'm dealing with life. Um... I'm experiencing new struggles, new things that I'm having to cope with. And yeah, because change is happening with the band, because things are starting to progress, I'm starting to learn that actually, it's okay not to be bulletproof. And I've realized recently that I'm not bulletproof. Mm. Uh, And it's been kind of a scary wake up call to go, you're not indestructible. But the, the hardest part is admitting that that's okay. And I'm going through that at the moment.
3: Totally. I think there's definitely a pressure. That's interesting. You're touching on the idea that there's actually a pressure to, to maintain some kind of solidarity or strength. Is there? Do you, How do you? How do you feel that was? Um, that message was given to you?
1: I'm a. I'm. I'm, by all accounts, a strong woman. i very, very precious about, you know, morals and people's. Ideals and all that sort of stuff. I'm very confident in certain ways, um, and I've got this. Can we swear? Yeah, of course. Oh wait. Don't give can a we? don't give a shoot at- attitude. Yeah, of course you can. I don't take any shit, and uh, that's but, that's yeah. not just for me. It's for other people. If I see someone, you know, taking shit, I'll often then not standing and we're like, no, 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 bitch, please. Um, yeah. And I've got a big voice, I'm a big girl, I am strong, I'm all these kind of things that people uh, expect me to be all the time.
3: Yes, I (laughs) was saying when you're saying this I can almost tell it's almost like an expectation you're placed upon yourself. That must be really difficult.
1: Yeah, because it's kind of like I and this is where it started from school, but not just in music, it was stars is always being the class fucking clown and she's always smiling and happy. Yeah, I feel that. And then when I wasn't smiling happy, when something changed, it was like, "Whoa, on, this is not what you're supposed to be. Yeah. You're the funny one. You're the one that's supposed to smile all the time." It's like, "Well, guess what? I cry." Yeah. <laughs> and I think, like in terms of like progressing in the music industry, um, it kind of like so. This is how it happened. Um, it's subconsciously I got travel anxiety, and that's how it kind of like led in. Because I've, like, been on planes, I've been trains, cars, everything. Never had a problem. And I've always had this, God, you're so confident. God, aren't you? Just, look, you can just walk in front of a crowd and do whatever. And, yeah, I feel as though I can. And that's fine. So it felt like something somewhere else in my life had had to give. And it came through subconsciously through travelling. And all of a sudden, I was on a flight to New York. And I went... Oh shit, I'm going to die. And I literally just panic set in and you know, I spoke to a few people, spoke to my partner and they're like this actually comes through you not accept you thinking that you're bulletproof and yeah. not letting yourself be a human being. So yeah, it's it's it rooted in way. trauma, isn't it? It's like yeah. it's
3: it's uh, from what I understand of 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 stuff like anxiety and depression yeah. there's often a core emotion beneath it or uh, and it's this is like clawing its way out. You know, it's like, oh, I need to, you know, one of the first moments of which i realized i needed therapy was because i had a panic attack and i'm i'm i actually none of my stuff manifested as anxiety i always looked at at anxiety as oh i'll be excited about that but yeah it was suddenly like i've you know and a panic attack is is truly terrifying you know so yeah
1: i mean i've been so i i and 100 lucky because you look at like robbie williams for example yeah one of the best performers in my opinion of all time i mean and he literally gets He's terrified. Right. And I'm very, very lucky that I've never experienced that before going on stage or doing anything in that sort of way. Kind of, that's the easy part of my life. Right. Because I'm a massive attention seeker. <laughs> so. But that's ruining really yeah. something. You know, no, because you know
3: what you say? You say that to me in terms of. I've, I've felt. The idea of being a class clown, I don't know if you've realised, but like sometimes I can be quite funny. I don't know. Fuck off. No. No. You at my own show expense, on mostly. No, nah, at my own expense. I honestly fitted quite. I, I'm happy self-deprecating all that kind of malarkey, but, you know, of course it is enjoyable, it's fun, as the, you know, there's, there's pay- people have take on different roles and, you know, it kind of adds to this wonderful equilibrium of life. But, of course, you know, it's a defence mechanism. You say that, and I remember g- getting older, especially after Rizzle Kicks, there were serious moments where I had that, when I'm like, oh, wait, I don't think anything's funny for a bit. Like, I, you know... Yeah. And people, almost understandably, which is why there's other incentives around this campaign surrounding... You know, peer-to-peer support and stuff like that. Like, it's really difficult for that other uh, person to go. Wait, wait, no, but yeah. you're the person I rely on.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Because you know, when I have or, a breakup, no, you're you make a to smile. joke. You're yeah. supposed to
1: smile now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, well, I don't, I can't smile right now, and you're gonna have to deal with that.
3: <laughs> so, so how, so, so, at what age do you think it w- th- was the first time where you were maybe even aware of this common defense mechanism, or, or? Oh, young. Really Very young. You, yeah. You knew it was coming from a from yeah. a, another place.
1: Yeah. Um, I like many, many people, I went through, my parents went through a divorce and it got, it was awful. And, um, I must have been about nine, ten when it was going on and I'm not saying to my teachers, this is why I was a little shit. But, um, it kind of was why I was a little shit. And, um, yeah, I started to, you know, at school or in front of people, hey, you're right, laugh, laugh, laugh. As soon as the door closed, um, it was a different world and yeah. very upset, very dark. And that led into high school, which, and then. Wait, from, so from like 10, 11, you were. Yeah, as I, think, I think it was properly. And you don't realize until you're older when you go, that's when that started. Right. And you don't realize at the time. And at this point as well, I, I was coming to terms with my sexuality yeah. that young, kind of like watching Hercules, you know, the Disney film, yeah, being yeah. like, holy fuck, Meg. Right. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do I want to keep watching this shite film? <laughs> and then yeah. obviously as I'm older, I'm, I'm putting everything together. I'm like, all this is going on at the same time in your head. How did you come out the other end?
3: What, how old were you when uh, you first realised that you had a gift and that was uh, singing or writing? or what? What, yeah. what? At what point did creativity become an outlet?
1: I was... When My dad says, in the really wonderful terms, you came out of the womb singing. Does he mean screaming? Yeah, I think yeah, so, yeah. Just, which is what I'm going to do in a bit. I've always wanted to sing. I've always wanted to do that. I kind of wanted to be a vet. Did you actually well, come out yeah, there like, and go, yeah. I, was I like, like I've, like, I've been stri- born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, um, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted to be a singer. I've always wanted to do music. I did want to be a vet. When I was, like, six and I saw a tarantula and something. <laughs> and I was like, fuck that. Yeah. So, um Do many tarantulas always, go into animal hospitals? There was one. There that was, was enough. One. That was and it. he just fucked off all animals. Yeah, like, someone's like, I've got this pen tarantula and it's, like, broke its leg. I need some help. I was like, no. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, sorry, Fair but, enough. yeah,
1: I've, all, I've always wanted to do it. It's always been something that I can't help but do it and if I don't do it then my soul is not being fed and I'm a very very sad person this singing is my therapy session of course it took music is my therapy session writing songs is like writing a diary and that's my escape yeah which is so weird because for other people that's like their hell but you know coming on stage and Performing in front of people is
3: what's, my therapy. What, what's the, what do you think it's like? Oh, the, the act of performance?
1: Yeah, that is full on. I
3: well, it can it can lead into <sighs> other ideas and thoughts, can't it? I,
1: I've, written, I've written songs where afterwards I've gone, I've really helped myself out with that without even knowing Amazing. what that was about. And then I look back at it and go, oh, my God, how scared was she? <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's helped me out so much. That's real. And yeah, totally. And I was going through a phase um, at school when I self-harmed and it was a very dark place I'm coming to terms with my sexuality I'm dealing with being a large lady at a school in Yorkshire or well, anywhere and my parents have just got divorced and it's still pretty nasty and a lot. yeah it was a lot and it was but at the same time my brother's you know at this stage dealing with dyslexia and substance abuse and all this kind of stuff so I I, I turned to music and my friends and it was a massive get out. The, the wake up call was when I was at school and I had my sleeves down on my shirt and they went, "Stars, you're bleeding. Oh and I was like, oh my God. They just wanted the floor to swallow me up. And I kind of got home, had a little chat with my dad about my sexuality, told him all this stuff, I told him how I was feeling. And he was like, right, right, up." Right. So your Anastasia fucking walker. Mm. She doesn't accept abuse from people. She doesn't accept that she is anything other than amazing. And that's why I am sat here amazing. Look at me, I'm fucking mint. And that <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's I, I accepted myself, so I stopped hurting myself.
3: You know, hearing you speak so kind of ruling honestly about self harm is hard to hear, but it's so important. I mean, maybe, I have obviously some more questions to ask, but just in this moment that you were willing to share, like, what would you say to someone who who is looking to, to, to kind of, you know, place pain on themselves?
1: i tell them to find something that makes them happier than anything else in the world and cling on to that. For me, that was music. So whether someone's into their sports, someone's into reading, watching your films, anything like that, just yeah. cling onto it really hard. And also being aware that you should 100% talk about it. People are terrified to say anything. When I saw the blood come through my shirt, it was kind of like my friends had saw it, my teacher had saw it, and that was like talking for me. It happened and I didn't get a chance to speak about it properly. But when I did, the weight that came off my shoulders, it's okay, it's not a taboo. It's okay not to be okay. And it's okay to go through hell, but you don't have to go through it alone. And damn right. Yeah, and go through it with someone else. Someone can hold your hand, and it's not going to be easy. It's People tough. think that, oh, so you think I can talk to someone and everything's going to be okay. Right? Like, no, but it's a start, isn't it? Yeah. It's a start to being an okay, and that's what we want to be. So.
3: Most deaf man, you're, yeah, you're incredibly inspiring. Um, Thank you. Music was your art. Yeah. Now? And um, surely there was a moment hearing music, experiencing an album, yeah. an artist, a song that for you defined your love? Or just, an, yeah. just you know what, just yeah, give me yeah. an example, do you know what I mean? What, what yeah. is, it? is there a song, an album, an artist who really represents a moment of time for you, good or bad, or represents a moment of time where you were like, fucking yes, music?
1: Okay, Computer Radiohead. Woof. Which, you know, obviously is the happiest album in the world. It's uh, incredible album. That was yeah. two things for me. That's, that album helped me through my parents' divorce, like properly, that album held my hand. So again, if you're feeling anything, hold hands with what you love because it fucking held my hand. That album, and it also made me realise that I want to be in a band. I didn't just want to be a yeah, singer yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't want to just sing songs on my own. Listening to that album was like. No, no, it's got to be a band. I've got to yeah, be a part. Just of that got that, that ability, was my That was my way. Tom,
3: to just like for sure. My personal personal favorite was actually the Bends. Like, yes, just because that's the one that my. I was lying around yeah yeah yeah, i mean that's an incredible suggestion for anyone who hasn't listened to our computer even though i feel like you might have or maybe not then check it out you will not be wasting your time no way back in the day when songs were like six minutes right
1: yes when songs were songs um (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: this evening that we're going to be hearing a couple of songs from you and then there'll be another conversation but i want to ask you two other questions before Ah. that what is your favorite color
1: Orange. Why, that was quick. Yeah, I get asked that quite a lot, you know? I even researched what it meant. <gasps> what does it mean? Yeah, it means that apparently I'm loud. I'm bubbly. Why orange?
3: And yeah. I don't know, that's obviously way off.
1: Dunno, I've just always loved orange. Like my bedroom has been again, like, it's been like orange.
3: Alright, next one. What is your favourite shape?
1: My favourite shape is round. Yeah. <laughs> of course it's round. So
3: it's not I love that, it's not a circle, it's round.
1: Yeah, it's round. Damn it's right. it's and curvy, <laughs> it's oh hello, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah it's um, it genuinely is a circle, yeah, yeah, Great. for every bit of symbolism. that works
3: perfectly with our campaign. Love that, it's a fucking that. good
1: answer, isn't it? My favorite cover is a circle,
3: it would be awkward, is it? Maybe imagine if you said square and I just made it really uncomfortable for you an
1: orange circle,
3: <laughs> yeah, love no that. All right, fantastic. Uh, so these two songs, yeah. these first two songs, talk me through them, man. What are you yeah. going to say about them? and what people are about to, about to hear through their eardrums and what they're about to feel, maybe? Yeah,
1: um, so the first song we're going to do is called Bag of Bones, and it's actually about coming out the other end of you know, a l- very long period of time of not respecting yourself right. and accepting everything less than you deserve. And it's, you know, the first line is, please explain, never learning my name. And it's kind of like that, you couldn't even be fucking bothered to call me by my name and just be there. I mean, there's lyrics in there that say, even demons cry when they see me. And it's that kind of, I am nameless, I am nothing. All this kind of stuff that you go through, whether it's in a relationship, or whether it's in a workplace, and someone makes you feel that fucking big. And it can really it latches onto you that sort of feeling. And then, if someone, let's say, is doing it at work, you can really take that everywhere with you. And we had to really dig deep into our in our past and things that we've done to've we kind of went right, when, when was a time when I felt that big, or when is there moments in my life when I've allowed people to make me feel that big? And I get, I get this a lot. Oh, this is stars, she's um. She's a, she's a lesbian singer.
3: Is that a different
1: category? And I'm category? like... I'm also... I'm a lesbian singer. ...really into my Tarantino films. I'm also funny as fuck. I'm also a happy person, a sad person. Wait, wait no, why color. are you explaining those
3: things? Well, why do no, they say lesbian singer?
1: Because it's all they see. And it's kind of like, you're not even going to describe me as a person. It's when I feel so used. Yeah, boxed. It makes you think, why have I been invited to this party oh yeah it's because I sing and it's like sometimes you I think just to had yourself I've serious flashbacks yeah do you know what I mean like you'll know that whole why am I even invited yeah oh yeah you actually yes, don't do. like me I'm being made to feel this big so the whole point okay is can song. we stop this bit <laughs> of the conversation just because like I'm
3: 2014 just won't get out of my head now
1: yeah <laughs> dude no <laughs>
3: that's cool I was just a fun loving guy I've had a good time For
1: sure. <laughs> um, but it was it's the end of that period of whoever is
3: just, just, this is a lesbian <laughs> singer is a wild person <laughs> there's they, a few they,
1: people they yeah. should probably She's a lesbian singer I'm like, yeah, I only sing songs about vaginas, (laughs) and it's like,
3: wait, is that no, not yet. Okay, cool.
1: But I've just got an idea, Um, (laughs) and the song is about coming out of that dark place and going, I'm not a bag of bones. I am so much more. Full skeleton structure. And I've got a wicked soul. Yeah. And it's yeah, uh, yeah, but still my heart can bleed. I am so much more. I'm not a bag of bones. Is that you? And it's yeah, it's kind of going, bitch, please. Feel that. The thing, I like so. this that you
3: get to explain it and then we, we feel, we yeah. get to hear the. Do you, you know, because understandably the music would accompany this emotion. Do you, th- do you feel as though it fits, Did you have the song written down in your head? Did you listen to the music first and then go, oh shit, I'm gonna talk
1: about. Uh, it was, Russ had a riff. Nice. Russ had this riff. It was. We were like, we're gonna fucking use that in a song. <laughs>
3: That's amazing. All right, so that's Bag of Bones. That
1: is, yeah. And
3: then the second song is... It's
1: called Adore Me.
3: Adore Me.
1: Adore Me. It's me right. at my most vulnerable ever. Right. It's um, It was my in my first relationship with a woman. I'm still really young. I'm like 16 here. And it was just that being absolutely terrified that you're so happy, something is going to oh. go wrong. And it's like, I'm so happy, I'm so happy, I'm so... Oh, no please don't and instead of doing the whole typical love song of i love you all this kind of stuff i love you so much it really was a matter of do you adore me will you will you always want me yeah, yeah. you always want me and it's almost gets a little bit sadistic and it's almost like love me yeah. <laughs> love me yeah that was weird wasn't it yeah, that's I'm strange. It. I'm into it. Yeah, I bet you are. And, uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's me at my most vulnerable. <laughs> me at my most vulnerable, uh, my most scared, um, and my most selfish. It's real, And I'm man. happy with it. I'm All with right, you.
3: wicked. Well, without further ado, uh, I want to see you perform this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Bang Bang Romeo, make some thank noise. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you, so uh, Thank you, man. Here's a cool fact. Thank you. Please explain, never learning my name. Such shy, I'm addicted to pain. Don't you know, it's not a choice. But I need it, need it, need it, I need it, yeah. Talk to me like need, I need again. Yeah. Thank you so much. Will you always want me, hold me close, adore me dear? I have this fear that you won't always I have this fear.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, yes, make some noise for Bam Bam Romeo, y'all. Welcome back onto the stage, stars. And you're bringing with you the remainder of the band. What's going on, guys? Yo, listen, straight up. That was fucking sick.
1: Cheers, bro, thank you.
3: Please, guys, introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Ross. (laughs)
1: I'm
3: Richard. Wow, so amazing. Um, Thank you. And now you're all on stage, I think we would like to continue the conversation about this um, syncopation maybe, synchronicity amongst you all. I like the idea that you came with a riff and that inspired a feeling within you and there's an addition. I mean, I'm sure at a point that you would come into play and then there would be this beautiful...
1: Yeah.
3: How does that, how does that feel from, a, from, a, from, from, a posi- from the perspective of your respective instruments? Yeah. How does your involvement in the song-making process feel for you?
2: Um, Yeah, a lot of the songs will start with a riff. Or it could come with with a lyric that starts From where? <laughs> up here somewhere, yeah. I don't know.
1: <laughs> wow. so, emotional yeah, just, just
2: beating that you take. Yeah. And you do you
3: know, I don't know if guitar. anyone, just anyone who doesn't play guitar, you can say that. What do you mean, fro- you just come up with a riff? Is <laughs> oh that yeah. a thing?
2: I suppose it's just influences, yeah, you're listening to... And it whether looks whether like Beatles, that, it
1: just comes out of nowhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whether it's the Beatles or whoever you listen to at the time, I don't know, it seems to sink in a little bit. and then, it, but, but like Stardis said earlier, it might be three o'clock at in, in night, you've just got this know you've got something inside or you yeah. gotta get this and then get the guitar out Just or if out it's a lyric instrument. or whatever. Yeah. So then it'll go from that and it'll usually mean stars will come up with something and then yeah. um, work on it and Rich comes and <laughs> <yeah, I laughs>
1: I mean, that's the meat on the bones. Yeah. Part
0: of the reason I started drumming was to take out aggression, so <laughs> you well, know, it's, it's, are, it's okay. worked for me, I'm, I'm one of the, I'm, I'm a calm person, I would mean, say about myself. Well, he says he's
1: a calm person, but really, we call him bitchered from time to time.
0: <gasps> calm and honest.
1: <laughs> calm and honest! <laughs> <laughs> bitchered, ladies no, and no, gentlemen.
3: You did say you used drumming to, to take out aggression, that is a very real thing. Please explain to me the early stages of you deciding to hit things with a stick.
0: Um, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: well, I was always, I was always
0: a big nerd. I liked chess. Mm. I like Ma- I like Harry Potter. Yeah, um, that hasn't stopped. Um, right. And for for many reasons, I felt like the the best way to sort of ignore people and sort of get stay away from people was to be loud in a room on my own, and that's where I found my home. And I never really thought it would amount to this, um, but it has. And I just kind of go every day and yeah, yeah keep.
3: Keep going, <laughs> I think. I think that's like in, uh, it's quite a powerful image to to find solace in noise. Yeah. yeah. Was there a particular point? Was there someone who, who suggested drum? Did you just um, have feel drawn to them? Did you? Well, I
0: was I was my dad's always been big in, big on music like all our all our fathers have been um, and massively influential on the way we've taken our careers. Yeah. Um. But it was a music teacher of mine who's who passed away sort of when i was in high school uh that sort of made me he said you're going to do drums and i couldn't afford lessons i mean I'm, I'm again working class like these guys and kind of growing up in, a, in an environment where if i didn't succeed in academics then i would probably end up just on the just doing what everyone else does yeah. and um I, I always took my education very seriously but i also i was given an opportunity by a teacher who said I'm gonna pay for your lessons. I'm gonna make sure you do Seriously? this. And Yo. yeah, I mean I, I don't I know he's on the back of the album cover, these guys know and and uh hmm. he'll always be someone
3: that you know. Yeah, that's pretty powerful, man. What Respect. Guy? Was it a, a similar exploration for you with, with guitar was there is there was it yeah. a space where you could find solace, find friendship?
2: Yeah, kinda like what Richard said, it's my dad played, so there's always a guitar in the house and um I just being a little kid just seeing it and it always intrigued me anyway i think i think then going from that being a 10 11 i had lessons did my mom and dad pay for me to have some lessons and um i just fell in love with it more and more yeah you know, there's not there's falling in love with the guitar and then listening to the beatles to me is like i've never had an experience other than pure magic like it's not real it's like yeah. what is this and that's that that's it from is growing magic. up it is it's total like. Yeah, and then it never leaves. And, and then doing the gigs and stuff, that can only just grow and grow. And then when I met Anastasia and we just shared that same passion and thing, and it was like, wow, like we knew we yeah. wanted to do this, this is what we want to
3: do. Yeah, I think that, that the power of instruments uh, from an early age is something that's really interesting. It's something that we're actively, again, um, there's we've been working with a lot of people uh, in doing genuine research surrounding the healing properties of music and totally. we're looking into, um, you know, the governmental spend on stuff like instruments and whatever else. And I, I really do think that it's a... Well, do you, would you th- actually, I'll ask you, Do you, do you feel as though the power of music at an early age is maybe undervalued in our society? Or? 100%. Definitely, yeah.
0: I mean, it's a productive way to put um, whatever sort of energy or it whether it be aggression or just yeah. self-doubt, it's a productive way of putting that energy into a place where you can actually... Do something creative and feel like you've accomplished something. Yeah. And a lot of I mean, we we went to an old school of of yours a few weeks back and meeting some of the students there was I mean, it was amazing, wasn't it? Just yeah,
1: which is crazy how things have like changed from that point. Because so I remember being, yeah, they invite my school invited us back, which obviously was an awesome experience for me, to talk to kids that were really interested in the music or interested in, you know, this industry, if you like. So we spoke to them, played for them. But I remember being at that school, and I remember at the time I could only pick one out of music, art, drama, and PE to take forward. I just remember thinking, are you you kidding me? Are you joking? I love all of it. I love everything. I love all of it. But, you know, I can take as much maths as I want. Take as much of that as you want. Um, And I know that, you know, there are starting to be changes in schools now where we're trying to introduce this. And that was the whole point of us going back to the school was to try and push, you know, the arts more in the, you know, curriculum purely because, you know, it's not as people think it's not as important as math and science but in terms of mentally it's so important you know music art drama all these sort of creative outlets helps you it's therapy sessions and it really is helping you my best friend has just become an art therapist and she's changing lives and it's it's incredible it's it's real and it should be used for more than just you know that's a really good apple that you've Drew there, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> actually, so it I l- helps. L- That l- was my accent. For it,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you actually said that, I suddenly got an image of, of your friend demoing a class on you, and you just going,
1: Orange! <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's an apple! It's orange! an orange! No, um,
3: totally. Which would be a piece of art. It would, yeah. Um, I'm really interested by the dynamic of you guys, because yeah. uh, naturally there are some, I'd say maybe intersections, or there's some... Nuances in the world of mental health. I think uh, it, the most important aspect of mental health is, of course, that it doesn't discriminate. You know, and it, and it is it's subjective, but it it affects people in exactly the same way from every walk of life. But the expression of it, I think, can sometimes get shifted culturally. You know, from places in England, from uh, race, class. There are all different types of pressures. What what each of you, how each of you felt y- your environment. Um, would uh, informed your your understanding of mental health and how you guys feel in each other's company now, and 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 or or just more about your support networks, you know?
2: Yeah, well, we've had a few moments because well, me and Anastasia have known each other for quite a few years now, right. but Rich as well about five five yeah. six years. So you spend a lot of time together and you start to learn a few things. But even up to like six months ago, we're finding more things about our, our you learn past. Of and triggers as yeah, well, like, yeah. Well, yeah, you yeah. learn that, but then you kind of know what all been through a little bit as well so we're all there for each other we're just like family you know
0: yeah we, we we spend more time with each other than we do our, yeah. our fa- actual families our blood yeah. families yeah. and um, we talk every day we talk every second of the day and we try on whatsapp uh, yeah uh, and yeah. facebook messenger every contactable <laughs> source there is because if we ignore one they'll be on another <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, um, um, but yeah it's just we all we always try and be uh, an outlet each other we don't necessarily pry and we don't tend to we're not just a
1: musical family it's a family end of like these two of my older brothers and you know do anything for me i do anything for them so you you know putting the music aside we're best friends and family and you know forgetting about writing songs forget all about that sort of stuff we are we've got this amazing relationship where we always ask each other if we're alright, <laughs> like it's a genuine, like it's always yeah. like, you're right? are you alright? And we can be totally uh, brutally honest with each other. Sometimes when we can't speak to someone else, we totally speak to each other, and we have dug each other out of some dark places before. And which is
3: incredible, and that's uh, I find a lot of people struggling find that incredibly difficult to think about. You know, if you're if you're uh, having a particular bout of depression, or if, if if someone is having a particular struggle, I think the See idea of even mentioning it. Contrast
1: instead of looking at it the other way around and going, I trust these people so I'm gonna tell them, put yourself in the position of being able to be trusted.
3: Because people will talk to you. Oh, and these it.
1: boys are the people that I can trust because they That's are. That's an incredible so. piece
3: of advice. And just going back to, because to, to, obviously I had not had an opportunity to speak to you guys um, at the beginning. And uh, just growing up, what was the kind of like I was saying, environment wise? What, when were you first aware of mental health? Was it literally the moment where you was like, Gosh, I really love hitting these drums? Or was it, do you know what I mean? Or what was there a defining moment where you felt um, you were aware of, of how your actions were affecting your, you know, how you felt?
2: Um, I think probably when there's family problems, you know, that kind of thing, I've been through that. Yeah. And uh, that's one of the hardest things to deal with. And my kind of nature is I've just wanted everyone to get along and be happy and then. Something like that comes across and then it just kind of knocks you for six and it's just how you deal with it. And I think the same as stars it's just getting the note put out, writing songs and stuff like that. So yeah. that's how I dealt with it. Um, I think I
0: learned kind of almost too late. Uh, I'm not really sure how much. I, I, yeah, I don't want to go into too much detail, but I knew I was, I was stopped by someone that was yeah. close to me. And... Uh, and then I then I, knew, <laughs> then I knew that actually so in a similar way to your dad sitting you yeah. down and telling you this is who you are you don't yeah. let anyone give you shit I w- I realised then I am in control of this yeah. It's kind of like
1: that back in the room Yeah Yo, Yeah Big love to you and, uh, man yes.
0: That's like And, and, and right. I was I was 19 so I was I was late and I'd I not necessarily gone through a, a, an extended period of time of being bullied or kind of being Just hits you but you, yeah, it was, it was a very Please short space of time it? and it was like a, like a fucking bus. Yeah, <laughs> So. Yeah. totally. Um, but yeah, once, once that point came around, I kind of decided that this is the person I want to be. This is what I'm going to allow affect me and this is the person that I'm going to allow myself to become as a result of that.
1: And you talked about it. Yeah, I about dude, it, yeah. I swear, like I
3: talked to every fucker about <laughs> it. <even. laughs>
1: yeah. No, but it's super powerful <laughs> because,
3: yeah. I, you know, I, I I feel like I've been in similar spaces and 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 knowing that I, someone watch a video and hear you speak like that is, I uh, honestly, more more helpful than you can imagine. Um, and they're very inspiring because you're here and and you you made a decision and you and you know it seems as though you guys are doing fucking well. Let's be <laughs> honest. Thank um, but look, uh, I love you guys. <laughs>
1: Let me too, man. And, and I, I really,
3: so I, 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 the importance of, of speaking openly and showcasing the importance of support and that quote you said is definitely getting used um, about being the person you can trust. Love that. Cheers, man. Boom. Sorry. Let's do it. Makes noise miss Bama and Romeo. Thank you so okay. much, guys.
1: But I like the way that your lips are moving And I can't help myself, I'm too deep And I know if I should, then I know that I won't If I could, then I would, but you make me too weak